0: Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 45 of Podcast in Death. And in this episode, we are going to talk about the button. The button. Yeah. This is actually a topic that we brought up, I mean, from the very first episode. And we just yeah. never did it. Yeah. And I don't know why, because the 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 button's amazing. Yeah, and it's one of those things that everybody talks about. Mm-hmm. And- it's, it's just such a great plot device. It's it's mm-hmm. just you know, and I can't. I'm trying to think of like what what other Nora books have something like this, or any other book series. Do you, do you personally know like any other book series that has? This kind of thing where the dude picks up something of the or, mm-hmm. or vice versa and like keeps it with him as a keepsake. Think of anything, I mean, actually, there
1: is, is, but I can't think of anything off the top right.
0: Of my head. Um, the only one I can think of is, um, so I'll just mention them again because I mention them just about every episode. Uh, ba- uh basic snitches, <laughs> I <I'm gonna> have <laughs> basic snitches on my brain. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, faded mates. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both of them. Their favorite hero of all time is from Lisa Claypuss's uh, "Dreaming of You," and the hero in that case is Derek Craven. Okay. And they like him so much that they had like a Derek Craven day. It was like a big deal, like for them, like they did a Derek Craven day. They did all these, like with their followers, all these different activities and people posted on Twitter about Derek, Derek Craven day. And oh my gosh, they talked to, you know, their their whole thing was Derek Craven would never. And so they they asked people to submit like Derek Craven would never blank. Oh, I love it. You know, um, and it was and people were putting in people were putting in stuff like Derek Craven would never uh, go to the grocery store and forget to pick up the milk or, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, um, we should work, but work would never go to the grocery store. So work would never go to the grocery store. Um, so but in that book, the the heroine has wears glasses and she leaves glasses um and he picks them up and puts them in his pocket and then never gives them back to her oh yeah so it's a thing you know that's his keepsake from her like you know her glasses that's and they ridiculous. go on and on about him taking the glasses so it is it's it's a very i it's a very romantic thing to do yeah you know it, this is not something that's typical like of guys to do, I think no,
1: but I think all women kind of wish that their guy would do that. I mean, really, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. That I the mean, guy is so into you that he's taken something of yours, yeah, to keep with him always. Yeah,
1: and the uh, fact that Rourke wears or carries it all the time, uh-huh.
0: cool. right? Yeah, and not just carries it, but like it's consciously on his mind. It's like, right. He's constantly touching it when he puts his hand in right. his pocket or. When he's thinking of her. Yeah. Did it actually start out as, Oh, she left a button there and I'll pick it up and I'll give it to her the next time. Or, well, obviously it's not something that he would call her and say, Oh, Hey, by the way, you left your button in my limo. Come and get it. (laughs) I don't know if he was thinking that, but I mean, I'm sure he was thinking like next time I see her, I'll, I'll I'll give her this button, but something about it. No, I'm keeping it. Yeah. Yeah, there was something about it that, you know, spoke to him. Yeah. It's a little piece of her that he could keep. And, you know, it just became this thing that, you know, he could keep her with him. Right. I like to
2: think about the fact that, like, you know, the button came off of the ugly suit that he saw her in the first time he met her, you know, and all of that. And and especially because we just did the episode on clothing, like, Mm -hmm. just thinking about how this this is never we will never see Eve dress like that again but there's something about that first spark and that first meeting that still means so much to Rourke and Mm -hmm. I don't know like that 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 button represents that on top of everything else with Eve I really like to think about that especially when we were discussing the the clothing last time I was like well yeah but look at how
0: far Eve has come
2: you know right yeah for sure
0: Right. Yeah. This is the, that was the moment, the defining moment. I mean, really of his life, according to him. I mean, that's right. the defining moment Yeah, when his life changed profoundly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, that you, you pick up this button and and that's the thing you have that defines this moment for you. It's like taking a picture or something, you know? Yeah. You have that snapshot of that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, I love it. It's but it's just interesting that that's you know become such such a thing for him. Yeah, and on the
1: flip side, you have even her necklace too. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, which is a little bit different because he gives it to her. Not it's not something she like took from his place or right. Whatnot. Right. Could you? But we find out that she kept yeah. the shirt that he lent her after their first night together. We out that way later. I forget which which book it was because actually I was thinking because it's not in the wiki. I was trying to remember which book it is. They talk about that because she says something like, what do you have? What do you have in your pocket right now? And he says, Oh yeah. You know, because they're talking about, you know, having sentimental things. And, um, And he says, Oh yeah, you know, I've got the button and blah, blah, blah. And then she says, and he says, well, do you have anything like that? And she says, "Well, it's embarrassing, but I still have one of your shirts. It's under all my t-shirts in my drawer, and Aww. and it's yeah, and it was yeah, the night the one that he, and it's pissing me off because I cannot remember which book it's in, and it's like it's one of the more recent ones,
0: hmm. and but, I did he showed her the button, yeah, and yeah, because and, I went and looked up all of the instances of the button, okay."
1: And maybe and that wasn't there. Maybe
0: he didn't.
1: But maybe it was just like, because she says, what did or she said, what do you have in your pocket right now? I remember that very clearly. And I don't remember if he like was like, oh, yeah, I have the button. He might have just said, oh, OK, yeah, you know, you're right. Right. But then, yeah. And then she confesses that she still has one of his the shirt that he won her after
0: their first night. So kind of a similar thing for her. Right. Yeah. But also with the with the necklace, the, the it's a similar thing where for her, the necklace is the defining moment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when prior she goes- to that, I mean, we all know that the first meeting is the defining moment. Right. Right. But yeah. she doesn't know that. Right. Or at, or at the very least, she's she's denying it. Yes. But the necklace moment is where it really came to that point where now she's got a, you know, I hate to say shit or get off the pot, but you know what I'm yeah, saying? she's got to make a choice. Yeah. She's got to make that decision. Got to make a choice, yeah. And and accepting the necklace was accepting him. Right.
2: Well, um, yeah.
0: Whereas, it's, you know, picking up the button, he had already accepted her. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. He already knew from that moment that he picked yeah. up the button. Uh-huh. hundred percent. You know. Even though she was a cop. Even though she was a cop. <laughs> he's going to keep her anyway (laughs) so in naked there's two references to the button right and the first one was when they when she went over to the mansion to have dinner you know and that was that was like the first kiss that they had together and then when she left that's when he took the button out of his pocket so this is the first time we knew he even had it Yeah. Like she he's got this button and it says um, studying it, knowing he had no intention of giving it back to her. He felt like a fool. So even then he knew like, no, I'm keeping this. Yeah. You know, and then later on was when he the moment he told her he loved her. And um, that's when he took the button out and showed it to her. And she says, that's off my suit. And he's like, yes, not a particularly flattering suit. You need stronger colors. I found it in my limo. I meant to give it back to you. And she says, Oh, but when she reached out, he closed his fingers over the button, a very smooth lie amused. He laughed at himself. I had no intention of giving it back to you. And she says, you got a button fetish for button fetish work. um, Yeah. And so he says, I've been carrying this around like a schoolboy carries around a lock of his sweetheart's hair. And it says her eyes came back to his and something sweet moved through her. Sweeter yet, as she could see, he was embarrassed. That's weird. And he says, I thought so myself, but he slipped the button back into his pocket. Do you know what else I think, Eve? And she says, I don't have a clue. And he says, I think I'm in love with you. So, so that whole true. moment is just it that's that's the moment, you know. The moment yeah, you know, where at least he has come to terms with it and now it's just a matter of time <laughs> before she <laughs> takes her another full book. But takes
2: know. her yeah, it takes her some time.
0: It's yeah. Great. All right. But yeah, there's several references and we were talking about what people's favorite references are yeah. and we thought we would uh talk about our favorite references and so here's the thing so tara what is your favorite reference
2: (laughs) the one in purity yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: it was just the one you posted on the instagram
0: right and and you were saying like that's everyone's isn't it and apparently that's probably a popular one it's yeah i'm sure it's a popular one yeah yeah it's definitely up there for me yeah for me too but when I posted on Instagram about this particular, uh, you know, episode, mm-hmm. the other grim girl, probably Purity right before Roke tries to decode the computer, uh, Leafling Bags says, well, first of all, she said, yay about the topic. <laughs> that is such just such a sweet touch to their love story. My favorite moment is the first one when he didn't give it back. The first time, it was just so cute how he didn't realize why he's so compelled to keep it. I did love that. Too. And um, Hertz line this book says the scene from Portrait, which I kind of also agree with. That's another one of my favorites. Oh, my so good. You know, um, she says Rourke's need for Eve was so powerful during that scene. Uh, rather than pull out his pocket link, he continued to toy with the button. He didn't want to call her. He wanted to touch her, to hold her, just hold her again and and anchor himself again. And he said, why did I come without you when I need you so bloody much? And she said, good lordy, lord, that man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <I love it. laughs>
0: so, yeah, I think people are all over the map as far as their. Oh, yeah favorite yeah. button moments. What do you have on uh, Twitter?
1: Oh, um, Jennifer is actually the only one that responded
0: on that. We and didn't give people much notice.
1: We didn't, yeah. That's <laughs> our
2: Made a decision. Like 10 minutes before she right. set.
1: Um, <laughs> I melt every time they bring up the button. Best moment will always be the first time he revealed that he'd kept it to Eve. And being Eve, she asked if he had a button fetish. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. So good. Yeah, I love that one
0: too. That one of my
2: favorites for sure.
0: It would be weird if you were Eve. Like, what? Are oh you yeah, doing? totally. Yeah, it would be really weird. So yeah, I I was struggling to find my actual number one favorite moment because they're well, all so great. Yeah. I, well, can
2: yeah. I just can I just say that like one reason why the one in purity just stands out to me so much is that all of these are very sentimental moments where he's thinking of Eve and he's thinking, or she's there. And he's like, kind of, you know, even in that moment, like he's grounding himself, like in in portrait or whatever, mm-hmm. but in purity, he literally is like, I am defying everything that the love of my life would want me to be doing right now. And understanding that he's like putting himself in such a terrible situation yeah. for her and for her job. And he still has that one piece of her with him that I don't know it's just to me I just I'm like it's so powerful that I don't know that whole that whole moment feels so powerful yeah, and then, yeah. of course when she comes in and she's pissed about it later you're like huh this is you know this is exactly what we wanted to happen but in the moment it's a very I don't know I think it adds to the the tension of the moment this, yes like a private tension for Rourke like Yes, right. Feeny's there with him, but he doesn't understand what's going through Rorke's head. He doesn't know. And, like, Rourke is prepared. He's literally prepared to end his own life, if necessary, so that he doesn't become what happened with all of the other victims of purity, you know? Like, right. And she's not even there with him, so all he has is the button. And it's just, I don't know, Yeah, it's so powerful to me. That scene is just so powerful.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, again, the, the scene of portrait is the same way. You know, being there, it's such a defining moment for him. It's another defining moment in his life. You know, yeah, he's had several, but you know, when he met Eve, when he got the button originally, and then in portrait, when he found his his family, his real family. It's another defining moment, and you know, to to be able to have something of her with him when that defining moment happens to him. Right. Well, And that brings their
2: connection together, too. Like, because she's not there and he needs that connection. And this whole new, this family thing is so new to him. Right. Kind of like when he was like, I'm in love with this woman I just met. And this is the button from her coat. Like, it's, you know, just all this new thing for for Rourke again.
0: Right. So
2: this new, very powerful thing.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there, you know, a lot of the moments I'm seeing for the button are really very in passing moments. So you're right. You know, the, the purity one is, is more using the button to ratchet up the, the tension, but also the stakes. Mm -hmm. It's raising the stakes, you know, a little bit. The stakes are already high, but it's reminding us of what the stakes are. Yeah. In, we in all that want
1: to grow. a punch to me, but he has a headache right, right after she yells at him. I just wanted to like, <laughs> like seriously, dude, not the time. Don't. Nothing. What are you doing?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and, you know, so those two moments are really great moments. Um, one moment that I really love, not for any specific reason or not, because it's a defining moment in the series or anything is, um, the moment in ceremony um mm-hmm. where I, I can't remember how it happened, but they bet on something. They had a bet. I'm trying to remember. Okay. To.
1: Um, yeah. Is how quickly he could get her clothes off, basically. <laughs> <was>. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. that makes sense. Yeah so he's like oh yeah you owe me money and so she uh she didn't have the money or something and then she had to give him an IOU. She didn't have the money <laughs> yeah well um so she had a memo he gave her a memo cube so it says scowling at him she engaged the memo i owe you rourke 50 credits dallas lieutenant eve She shoved the memo at him, satisfied in every possible way. He thought sentimentally that he would tuck the memo away with the little gray button she kept from their very first meeting. So it's just I I don't know. It was just a funny moment. But also, you know, that he's like collecting things that mean something to him that are like really kind of trivial, but that they still mean Mm -hmm. something to him and they still remind him of her. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: that's. I mean, what one just ten thousand percent so grateful for the wiki that you know. <laughs> but yeah. Like I, I like that there's all of these passing moments because it feels very natural to you know just to be part of the story. You know, right? And they're not all big moments necessarily, but they are all significant because of what they, you know, because it's about the button. Yeah. And like one of, one of you said earlier, just like about how, you know, this is just part of their love story. And I don't know, just like the, literally. And also though, in a lot of these, it brings up like, all it doesn't just bring up the button, but what she was wearing, like the, goes yeah. back to, she was wearing this terrible suit. It was so unflattering. Right. Like that's like that's kind of where the narration goes, and it's just funny to revisit that.
0: Right. Well, I mean, it says the same thing in Vengeance, you know. Yeah. As Rourke walked towards, so this was at Jenny O'Leary's funeral, and and Eve is talking to Brian, and it says as Rourke walked toward them, he remembered the first time he'd seen Eve. They'd been at a funeral, another woman whose life had been stolen. It had been cold and eve had forgotten her gloves she'd worn a hideous gray suit with a loose button on the jacket he slipped a hand into his pocket now idly fingering the button that had fallen off that baggy gray jacket but it's also you know i mean just the circumstances reminding him of the first time that he met eve which you know yeah and then there's the button that he kept from that first time but again, you know, the that one defining moment of his life, you know. So Jen, did you tell us what your favorite was? I did not.
1: Yes. And yeah, I'm gonna say I'm with you. I um I had a hard time with this one, but I think I'm gonna go with the one from Salvation. Mm. Um, where they're talking about how the law is often transitory. And he reached in his pocket, took out the great button that had fallen off her suit the first time they'd met. When she viewed him as a murder suspect and I have my talisman to remind me it never failed to baffle her. And on a deeper level, delight her that I carried it with him always. And I think I love it because we kind of get Eve's perspective on it too.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh, and
1: how she feels about him carrying it after more than a year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That she finds it so beautiful that he does. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, the other one is the one that I can't think of what fucking book it is, and it's pisses me
0: off. <laughs> Another one of my favorite moments is is this one in memory, where he, mm. he took it out right before he was supposed Trudy. to meet with Trudy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he says, it says, he wished he knew the name of the gods who looked down on him the day he'd met her. If he could stack everything he owned had done had accomplished on one side of a scale it still wouldn't outweigh the gift of her as he waited for time to pass he slid a hand into his pocket rubbed the button he carried one that had fallen off her suit jacket the first time he'd met her and then you know later on he tells Trudy, you know, there's nowhere in or off this world you could hide from me if you do anything more to hurt my wife. Nowhere I wouldn't go to settle with you for it. He waited a beat, smiled and said, run. She ran and he heard a thin scream like a wheezing breath as her footsteps pounded away. He dipped his hands in his pockets, closed one over Eve's button again as he walked back to study the dank gloom of the december sky so good that scene i mean yeah yeah, yeah that whole scene was that
2: scary rock.
0: yeah oh yeah
2: scary rock mixed with the sentiment of work with the button that is a
1: combination yeah yeah <laughs> i mean that is one of my favorite scary work moments like mm-hmm. oh way, yeah by like a landslide yeah so good, can we talk about the Yanni and concealed in death? Sure <laughs> go ahead where she talked he talks about it falling off from um Mavis's coat.,
0: Oh, but wasn't it Mavis's coat? No, it was it was her suit, suit. coat, but she was wearing Mavis's jacket. She was
1: wearing Mavis's jacket, but the button came off from her suit. mm. Yeah. And in Conceal, it's that hadn't changed. I wondered, I wondered, I've wondered how Mavis came to have that ugly gray coat you borrowed. He drew out of his pocket the button he always carried, the one that had fallen off the unfortunate coat the first time they'd met. So no. And yeah, that jars me every time I read that one. I'm like, no, it came off her suit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It did not come off the coat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. Yeah,
1: she did borrow Mavis's coat. So she was wearing Mavis's coat, but the button came off from the suit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Huh.
1: Huh. I never realized that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: another another one that I that I love, and not necessarily because it means anything really, but um, I mean, it wasn't a pivotal moment in the series, but um in Connections and Death, when uh Somerset says uh to him, speaking of the lieutenant, I did a bit of laundry as well. The sweatshirt or what's left of it from the academy. And Rourke says, isn't worth your life. And <laughs> Somerset says, it's a rag. And Rourke <laughs> says, a sentimental one. He sl- sipped his whiskey, lazily scratched the cat's belly with his other hand, and thought of the gray button he kept in his pocket. We all need our talismans, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, I love um, that.
2: i I do love that uh that exchange though it's not worth your life (laughs) well
1: i I just i feel like that's something somerset needs to know i mean some people do have attachments to their clothes and to certain things and you know he's forever doing that shit like throwing her clothes out because he thinks they're
2: i feel like at this point in like yeah even Rourke have been together for how long yeah one no he should know but also and this really isn't like a dig on eve but no. maybe eve should have that put in a certain place that he's not gonna get into it
1: that's true like
2: you know <laughs> had a conversation with him and been like these are my ratty academy clothes that i fucking love don't touch them you yeah. fucking skeleton yeah and he won't like i don't know she there there has to be a conversation guys communication yeah. i don't know if you've heard of that word
0: well, I mean, yeah, I guess so. But I feel like maybe, why? He, why?
2: Should, yeah. he should
0: just know not to throw me in stuff.
2: Well, right. the other thing, though, is, like, how has he not come across this before? Has she, like, never, has it just been hiding for three years, and now suddenly he
0: finds it? And he's like, <laughs> now that's right, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe like, it's a thing where he's seen it this whole time and finally decided. Probably, oh, okay, I've got to say something. It's a
2: pain in the ass.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it's That's, like that. That's right. Like, don't touch her stuff. Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. I mean, I literally wore to bed last night a sweatshirt I've had since like my freshman year of college, and it's like co- it's got holes. It's covered in. Yeah. Stuff. It's like we all have we all have things like that. That's but, literally what that is. sweatshirt's never getting thrown away. You know, I mean, that's, I, yeah. yeah, it's comfortable and it's, yeah, I'm not, it's not going anywhere. I'm just saying, I would
2: totally be fine with reading the scene where Eve threatens his life if he touches her stuff again.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean get away, dude. another scene where she threatens his life. I'm sorry, let me, let me yeah. fix that statement. But I don't know that I have anything like that. I have a I have a Hamilton sweatshirt that one of my friends commandeered who literally told me I'm never getting it back.
1: And he's that that bastard.
2: everywhere. And I was like (laughs) And his boyfriend is like, um, why do you wear Sarah's sweatshirt everywhere? I don't know. I don't know, but I would like it back. Please return it. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I'd like it back. Thank you very much.
2: My Broadway Hamilton sweatshirt, whatever. But no, I don't think I have anything like that. I'm sorry. I'm kind of sad that I don't have anything like that. You don't have
0: a button like a, you know, your own version of the button. I I don't. I also don't have a relationship. So. (laughs) Well, no, but I mean, it could be anything that you feel like, you know, was a symbol of the defining a defining moment in your life or
2: like, I mean, I have things that are like, you know that will i don't know from like friends and stuff that are like in a box somewhere that i get excited when i pull them out but i don't have anything that i constantly have with me and all those that make me bad (laughs) i'm a bad friend (laughs) i don't know
0: yeah um well yeah i mean and i'm i'm the same way i don't know that i have anything i mean obviously you keep things from your your kids when you have kids you know you keep little things here and there you know yeah um, so I, I literally have, like, have lots of pine
1: cones of stuff that Danielle has picked up and given me when we've taken walks and stuff. So, yeah. Aww. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, yeah. I rock, But like, <laughs> I think I'm going to like put them all together for her high school graduation and be like,
0: this is here's all, all the crap you, you gave works. to me. Now you can have it back. Yep. Here's all the crap you gave me. Like, <laughs> Make a sculpture from it. Like in the sure, like sure. modern. Art sculpture,
1: <laughs> the thing is, she
2: would love that. She's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my You're like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever! Yeah, yeah. How old is Danielle now?
1: She's turning 12, and it's not Can you believe it? Yeah.
0: yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy.
1: Yep, her birthday is the 25th.
0: Yeah, yeah. Every once yeah. while, you say something better, and I'm like, wait a minute, she just She's not that just
2: born, right? Like yeah, she's.
0: You know, she, <laughs> I asked that question in
2: my brain. I'm going. She's like six, right? Yeah. And then I know that's not what you're gonna say. No.
1: Nope. Yeah. We'll be twelve in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Right? it's Crazy. It's funny how they grow they up so fast. So I I do have um obviously the uh the first um uh what you call it the thing where they take the picture of of the baby inside your ultrasound, collar, you yeah. know. <laughs> so I do. That thing where they take the picture of the baby. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I couldn't think, hey, look, I've had a weekend of, you know, my totally brain and no, that's me normally, I, well, I, who am I kidding? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I do have the first ultrasound that we did um awesome and i have like a, her first haircut oh yeah which i did not take her to my sister did but <laughs> she went <laughs> she went to like supercuts, and they're like oh it's her first haircut well we have this thing where we put it on a little certificate we like you know Aww. that's cute oh, i have that in and like her, the first couple teeth that fell out, i still have those that's kind of gross um <laughs> you know i mean i don't care you're, you're not
2: alone there i'm sure lots of moms have
0: them. um yeah yeah um i you know the funny thing is i'm thinking about like this topic and and like not necessarily talismans but thing you things you keep as a keepsake you know um and uh or unusual things you would keep as a keepsake and i i for some reason I, i only have there's one of my pets that i've had that i have something like i i made it a point to keep this thing because this was this was um little bear when we had oscar and little bear yeah and little bear was my little buddy yeah no um and i was just devastated when he when he i'm still like tearing up a little bit yeah i never got over it um he so uh the the hospital gave me his collar oh oh yeah and i still have it yeah i still have britney's too and I saw Chris oh. Nexus. Yeah. 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 Um, so none of my other pets I have that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? it, yeah. But for him, for some reason, I just decided to keep it with the little, you know, tag that says little bear on it.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. So, so, <laughs> so yeah, I guess we all have our version of the button. Oh
1: yeah.
0: But Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's just it's such a great thing, and I guess we should have talked about because yeah, the Giants tier is the the one thing for Eve, I guess that she would have, but um, we haven't looked that up. Maybe we should have. Maybe we should have.
1: Maybe we
0: should.
1: Or we could do a whole other episode on
0: that. A whole other episode. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We have a, a wiki. Here's the funny thing: like we have a wiki page for it, and it just says giant's tear like what it is
1: it doesn't have like all the references like the button does
0: no yeah guess we're gonna have to do another episode yeah we'll have to do another episode because she looks at that a lot or she refers to it a lot She refers to it a lot yeah yeah. either that or her wedding
1: ring those two things are kind of her important things from work
0: right yeah Yeah. um but i i think even her wedding ring isn't necessarily as not as sentimental i don't think as the giant's tear yeah because again i mean what of the moment it represents even though you know obviously getting married is a big moment in your life but you know the giant's tear does kind of represent that moment that that she you know finally came to the realization that she loved him right so yeah after she threw it at him after she (laughs) no you keep saying that throw i don't know that she threw it at him she threw it on the counter yeah but after did she? Left. I don't even know that she did that. She did after he left. She took it off and threw it on the counter. After oh okay, yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant when she went to see him. No, 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 no. She was wearing it when she went to see him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I was. I was like, yeah. That she no. When he gave it to her, that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When he first gave it to her. Yeah. And she was like, Are you fucking crazy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you would think that, yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah. Somebody like that, like Eve, would not just because it's so gaudy in the first place. Right. But, you know, not- of what it represented to her. Right. You know? And so. Yeah, 100%. AJ, I don't think you gave us yours because I could, I. You couldn't decide. I couldn't decide. I mean, I do like I like all of the. you like I like them all. Well, I do. Well, I don't like. I mean, all of them are great. But you know, I mean, obviously, just like Tara said, the the purity and death one is probably the first one that comes to mind when yeah. I think of. Okay, where's, your, what's your what's you know the moments with the button that you can think of. That's always the one that comes to mind. Yeah, the one in purity. You know. But you know, as far as whether or not that's my absolute favorite one, I mean, I I really do appreciate what it represents. Yeah, and that it's used differently, just like Tara was saying. It's not just something he's doing in passing, right? Or or, or as a not necessarily as an afterthought, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, hundred percent. Because a lot of the other times are like he idly you yeah. know, fingered the button just, or whatever. Just
2: kind of like to remind us that that's his thing, that's you know, thing. But in, the, yeah. in here it's more than just that.
0: Right? right. Right. He purposely did it for a very specific purpose, knowing that he might die at any moment. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know.
0: Tara said it better oh, earlier. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Did I, I'm not really yeah, sure that I did. did, but thanks.
0: <laughs> 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 I don't know. So, you know, and the and the one to portrait because you know, I mean, uh, portraits is just it's such a great book. And
1: oh my God! So sorry. So Dana, God bless her, just commented. First would have to be when he found out. We find out that he kept the button and work, tells Eve. Also, in New York to Dallas. Ah. Uh, there's Stella's room, and Eve asks him, "What's in his pocket?" People in love keep things, sentimental things. And that's when she tells them about the shirt. Yes! There. <laughs> You're like, I know it's there so <laughs> Also, the fact Where? that you didn't
2: think of the New York to Dallas one right off the bat. As uh, far as the book it well, I did the book think was. of it. I just could not think of like yes, That's what I mean, though, because that's like one of your favorite books. I know. I I that book. God dang. I'm so Can happy. Come here.
0: But. <laughs> that we sat here and talked about that in the, on this show in this private room and you couldn't figure out what 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 book it was yeah and then during the podcast it's so weird dana <laughs> sends a message and says hey what about this from new york to dallas thing that you were just talking we're about okay. even when
2: we're not yeah maybe is, that, maybe is that, maybe dana works for like Google uh, or whatever. they don't work for big brother. What the hell? <laughs> I right.
1: uh, like, has the, God.
0: has the FBI been following my <laughs> movements ever since then? The FBI <laughs> has been keeping an eye
1: on us for years because we were reported. It's all your fault. a right? thread on a message board. It must be. <laughs> There's no other explanation out there. Oh my God.
2: I
0: love it. Dana's a spy or Dana, something. Dana, I love you.
1: <laughs> <You're spying. laughs> I love Dana's you. Dana's
0: now our favorite listener. Crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah. i right <laughs> Yeah, respond to it right now. Like, we literally are just talking about this.
2: Thank you for reading our minds. Yeah. Also kind of creepy, but we'll accept it
0: because we needed that information i almost feel like um you know what if you're just gonna if you're gonna listen in on our zoom meetings you might as well like, just, join. just join here's the link <laughs> please don't ever do that you know you know Stop <laughs> listening in on our zoom meetings dana
2: <laughs> Dana, you can keep listening i love you <laughs> well, okay yeah please keep listening
0: <laughs> yes please keep listening everybody please keep listening
1: oh i was gonna say though um we still what, need to discuss our poll
0: what oh so jen did a poll yeah let's discuss that because i have some things to say oh my what do you have to say <clears throat> let me okay tell tell everybody about the poll that you did on twitter all right, so the poll
1: is what are your thoughts on the button? Desperately romantic or contrived plot device? Because I have seen that comment multiple times over the years.
0: Uh so and and the and and the percentages came out. Percentages
1: to be. are 86% desperately romantic and 14% contrived plot device. But yes. there's only been 14 votes. So that could be like I think it's like two people that have voted. Yeah, but who are the who? Hey, you you
2: can't can't
0: tell. Who are the two freaks out there? (laughs) 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 I've seen some actually some big fans of this series say that and be like, Yeah, I, you know, that I love each and every one of you that listen to this show, but (laughs) you're saying contrived plot device i i don't know that i agree with that <laughs> no i don't agree with I, it either. i
1: guess no i voted desperately romantic
0: i me too yeah so yeah, no, yeah i yeah uh, but I have uh, seen wait before. a minute tara hmm? what desperately romantic or contrived plot device
2: oh yeah absolutely desperately romantic oh okay
0: good <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't one of the freaks nice. <laughs> i am not a romance hater (laughs) i you know i don't think that the people that said that are romance haters (laughs) but but. because i mean you can't i feel like you really you really can't be a romance hater and love this series you can't no i I mean you can think you're a romance hater and love this series I'm telling you right now, you love romance. Yeah, period. It's romance. And yeah. It's bad for you. You've been tricked. Too
1: yeah. bad
2: for you, you've been tricked.
1: I mean, <laughs> You're I mean not right. wrong. it's true. You're not wrong. Yeah. Like, fuck you. We tricked you into reading romance and loving it. <laughs> what do you think about that? I'm going I'm going to do an official vote on this because I didn't actually officially vote. So there
2: awesome. you go.
0: Perfect.
1: Uh, Yeah. like I said, I've heard that before and I just find it, I find it amusing. I'm like, okay, if you say so.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, you know, sometimes, sometimes people have opinions that I don't share about the series and I could say, you know, um, okay. You know, I understand that. I mean, I don't, I don't share that opinion, but I, I can understand why you have that opinion. right? Right. On this, I don't understand at all why you would have that opinion yeah here's yeah so those of you who have that opinion please tell us why tell us why. i mean
2: i'm curious to know why because the it doesn't do you know i mean it doesn't really do anything this is not to take away from it It doesn't do anything to the storyline it's not you know it's not it's like added in to to do us to do something else to add to the story it's literally a character it's a character trait technically you know yeah work's mm-hmm. attachment to this button is part of who he is yeah like i don't know no 100 percent. you're right it's just yeah. like eve swearing like it's just a thing that we just expect to happen <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: uh, what are you talking about swear well he never swears uh, except for in the last few books yeah no, jen this
0: is this is the book series that Mark oh, can right, get away right, with swearing yeah and it writing sucks. sex scenes I, I got confused yeah yeah Um, that's because you
2: read all of her books and you read all the books that don't have sex in them
0: (laughs) the many many nora roberts books that don't have sex in them nora roberts books Mm -hmm. that do not have sex or swearing or swearing
2: you're supposed to make a list for me so i know it's safe for me to read (laughs)
1: yes for your virgin eyes (laughs) i feel like
0: they're all safe for you to read because
1: you are the purest among us and (laughs) (laughs) hold on (laughs) Yeah, I don't. No, I know better.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Among us, is in the three of us, or are we talking about the whole world? Cuz okay, well, (laughs)
1: okay, you probably are the purest of the three of us. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I might be pretty pure, and you just don't know it. Yeah, you might be too. I'm the dirty
2: one. I, I. Yeah, there's no question there, Jen.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah, it depends on what you're talking about, pure, what your, your standards are there. (laughs) Ah, What are your purity standards? What are your purity standards? Because like, so it was so funny. Like, so at, at work, you know, I was talking to my direct supervisor who, um, yesterday I came to work yesterday only because there was a, a job that absolutely had to be done on Monday. There, it was just had to be done. Yeah. Um, so I came in, but I still have my migraine. And, um, so once that job was completed, I went to my direct supervisor and I was like, Hey, you know, I, I have to go home because I've got this migraine. And, you know, I mean, people that have migraines, you know, you can't think there's no no way I could have worked. No. So I had to tell my direct supervisor and get an okay to go home. So today I went to work and she came in she was asking how I was. And I was saying, you know, I felt, I felt better today. I still had it a little bit residual, you know? And she said, can't you like, I mean, isn't, could you take like, uh, cannabis for that? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And I was like, I could, I could do that. But I, yeah, I said, I, why I've never, ever done any kind of illegal drug like that. So why would I ruin a perfect streak? You know? (laughs) She's like, well it's not illegal anymore it's true Like, yeah but you know what i'm saying i just haven't ever done that before so i mean if that's part of your purity standard i i meet that qualification
2: i smoked pot once me too i, I was
0: 16
2: my mother wanted me to smoke pot with her before i did it with anyone else
1: yeah so that i lost
2: my feet like she was like, "Come, on, come downstairs, because her bedroom was in the basement. So, like, come downstairs with me." And we were having like, I thought we were like going to have like mom daughter chat time, and she uh-huh. literally like lights a joint. she's like, "I, well, I just lit like, this up and before do before <laughs> anyone else does." And I'm like, "Off my uh, <laughs> My my mother. Now you have to remember, my mother was like 31, and I was true, like, true "My mom it. is very young." <laughs> Right. And she's like, I just wanted to be the first person you did this with. <laughs> and I hated it. <laughs> I was like, this I was like choking. Yeah, it was gross. And then I was tired.
1: I was like, this is- yep. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I smoked it once, lost my feet, <laughs> fell asleep. It was just, it was a whole thing. And I'm like, nope, never doing it again. And I never have. Yeah, I just never have. That's the only <laughs> thing I've ever tried.
2: Yeah. You're not missing out, AJ.
1: No, it just makes you tired.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, it's so funny because some like, it, it is, it is legal here now. Yeah. There. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can't, I can only imagine it's hopefully just going to be legalized throughout the country because why yeah. not? I don't. Why you
1: know. not? And, you know, it's so funny because like people think that people on, you know, they think, oh, they're on drugs. Have you met somebody that smokes pot? I mean, yeah. I'd I'd rather honestly half the time I'd rather spend time with people who are high on pot than on normal human beings because they're so laid back and just they're like chill. They're just chill. Like it was so funny when the first time I was out in Colorado with visiting my brother and sister-in-law and we went to or it was out in Nebraska and then we went to Colorado and my sister-in-law made a comment about how um how you know how crazy the drivers were in Colorado. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's because marijuana is legal here. And I'm like, have you ever met anybody who smokes pot? The people who are smoking marijuana and driving are the ones that are like crawling at 30 miles an hour down the side of the highway because they're afraid to go too fast. Like <laughs> yeah. these people weaving in and out of traffic. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yeah. For the people that sit at the red light because they're, you know, they don't want to get, they're paranoid to move. Like, no, yeah, this is not what it is. Trust me. Yeah. Like, I, and I know she's sheltered and God bless her, but it's like, no, if you've ever met anyone smoking pot, they don't act like that.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. So, so here it's you can you it's legal for recreational but and you can also grow it you can grow a certain amount for your own personal use same here and uh, I was over at my sister's house um, a couple weeks ago and they have a pretty pretty good garden going over there and I mean not not pot but you know just in general regular and uh, regular garden (laughs) Um, but my nephew who is uh did he turn 21 already yes he did turn 21 already um he was saying something about yeah you know um dad and i grew some you know and i was like really and he was like yeah you know and he said yeah we we've actually got some some started but it's upstairs they're like you know (laughs) (laughs) know, throw light and the whole thing Mm -hmm. like before they put it out in the garden And my sister was all in my sister. First of all, my sister, not opposed to smoking it herself. Right. But for some reason, the thought of growing it in the backyard was like, it's just too much, too much. Well, same with my brother-in-law too. He was, she, she said he's really worried about where to put it. Like he, you know, I was like, I don't think anybody cares. I I don't, I don't think that you have neighbors that are going to go like, is that a pot plant? I'm calling the police, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. I, yeah. I, I, um, my uncle before he passed away. Um, it was so funny. Cause like he was the uncle when we were kids that like was always smoking pot, like always. And like, I remember one time very clearly my cousin, Bill, who's about six years older than me saying to my uncle, Bob, because both of his, both my other aunt and uncle smoke, Bill's parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and him saying, and he's like, those cigarettes smell different than mom and dad's. <laughs> and Uncle Bob was like, yeah, it's a different brand. <laughs> we so it's not wrong. <laughs> Later, we were like, oh, okay. But yeah, so like a couple Christmases ago, right? Before, it was the Christmas before he passed away, actually. Um, <laughs> we're all sitting at the table talking about um, because that was right when Michigan was Talking about legalizing it. And, you know, mm. he's just like, I don't like the idea. Cause he got like super conservative in his old age. I mean, he was like the biggest hippie mm. ever. But he got older and all of a sudden he's Mr. Conservative. And yeah, sounds like, like my brother. I don't like that idea. That's just, you know, they the state just wants the revenue and blah, blah, blah. And my aunt looks over at him. She's like, You got a real
0: selective memory.
1: <laughs> and we all just started laughing. And he's like, like yeah.
0: yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I told you my brother and I argued over it and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like you used to smoke it like, yeah, you know, and he but, was like, oh, I know, but I learned from my mistakes and I'm just trying to help other people. You're like, hmm, no, it's not a thing, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, it was just so funny th- to see
1: my aunt call him on it because she was just like a real selective memory <laughs> you got going on. <laughs> we all just we all just died. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Rough yeah, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. No, you know, so no. um, I even thought about growing it out in the backyard here, only yeah. just because, only not necessarily to use it, just but just out of curiosity. Yeah, <laughs> right. out of curiosity, like you know, that is so you.
1: Like he just want to, it's so you. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> just gonna grow some just for fun. Just for fun, just to see. I just it. I just why
1: want no? to plant it and how it grows. And like, yeah. I mean, if somebody
0: else wants to, that's fine. You know, I'll give it to them. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, not? that's a hundred percent. You try to. We have out grown.
0: We've grown so many. Yeah, things. Yeah, right it. now, we've got corn growing out there. <laughs> I love it. It's great. For like, yeah, corn. Yeah. Why and not? Why not? Why not? So. Yeah. But uh, anyway, well, we really got off topic on this. Yeah, we did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you were worried about the podcast being short. Now it's no, longer.
2: It's yeah, no, right. <laughs> I'm not sure why you why you were ever concerned about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, we know how to stretch a podcast. Yes, we do. So um i don't know is there anything else we could say about the button i don't think so i think we covered it all it's funny because yeah. we didn't you know there is a a uh, also a um darling not that jacket also in combination with the button yes it from visions visions yeah because he says darling not that oh, jacket." oh yeah yeah and then um yeah, that's when she says, I don't know what I did before you were my fashion consultant. And he says, I do, but I don't like to think about it. And she says, I know a dig when I hear one. And he, he just said, hmm. And it says he slid his hand into his pockets, fingered the small gray button, one that had fallen off, possibly the most unattractive, ill-cut suit he had ever seen. And, you know, maybe it's really interesting how, yeah, I mean... That's part of it too, right? Like, yeah, it's a really unattractive. She does mention it like every single time. Yeah, and ever since then, he's been trying to get her to wear better things.
2: Do you think it's really the most unattractive suit he's ever seen?
0: <laughs> I mean, I it mean, sounds really unattractive. I don't know, maybe it really
2: does. But at the same time, I'm like, but is it really the
1: least attractive? I. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. That I believe that it
0: was like her. I'm sure wasn't I'm it wasn't that
1: saying. bad. No, but you know he, the love of his life was wearing it, and
0: it, it makes him yeah it makes him happy to think that. So there you go. Yeah, it's the most unattractive suit on her. Yeah. Yes, in his opinion. Very true. It probably was.
1: Yeah. Ugly. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh god. Sure.
0: Yeah.
2: I believe that it was ugly. I just was like, was it the most hideous? <laughs> was it the most
1: hideous suit ever?
0: Yeah, Uh, we got a couple more people. Yvonne said the button for Rourke is a very tangible connection to Eve. That's why he always has it in his pocket. Um, And HEV616 says, I've noticed that the button doesn't get mentioned much in the latest books. I really hope he still has it in his pockets as I love the fact that he kept it but it was mentioned in faithless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he does still have it. Mm-hmm. That's not something that's ever going to go away. Yeah. No. no. I I don't think. Um I asked I don't for, think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I asked for favorite button moments and Ariel 92 said every button moment. <laughs> Hey, okay. that's valid, you know. It is valid. valid. It is every button moment. And Lucky LS3 says, "Oh my god, the button makes me melt." Rourke's still carrying it with him and reaching for it. Us too. Yeah, I mean Love it. it's just it's not a contrived plot. <laughs> no, you know. Oh, uh, you know harsh linus book says uh there are so many um i think this topic will make a good episode this week and then in quotes you put no pressure podcast and death <laughs> yeah but I still feel pressure <laughs> <laughs> love it uh um so last week's episode Michelle K said interlude is my favorite novella and yes absolutely susan Erickson is the best reader ever yeah <laughs> and Grammy butt says she um even. what she emotes even she emotes, she emotes. I it's like when she that. emotes i don't know about you but yeah And so Grammy Butt says, Nora writes the best sex scenes of any other romance author today. No (laughs) crass or gross shit, just romantic and intense feelings. And kudos to her. She's 70 years old. Damn straight. And there's at least two sex scenes in all her novels, not just in Death. Haters. (laughs)
1: Haters gonna hate. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) much oh, <laughs> that's fantastic! Great, hey. hey. and damn right, she's if seventy. You're years wrong, old. So right now, Yeah, love it. And
2: it's she's hard right. Hard. I
1: do enjoy. I love that about Nora's sex scenes. She's very metaphoric about them. She's not. Yeah. you know, she doesn't use any crass language or, um, you know, that you see in so many other like in the erotica and stuff. I mean, the
0: other books that I really love. <laughs>
1: And I see. I don't think romance as a genre does that. I think it's more like erotica. And well, yeah, they do. But I mean,
0: yeah, you're right. But
1: <laughs>
0: you don't know see I, my okay. face, listeners. But my face, I, my eyes went wide. Like, Whoa.
1: you know what I'm? You know what I'm saying? It's not bad. In like, like erotica is like, like it makes me blush. And I'm kind of a pervert. Uh. <laughs> but other romance yes i mean you're
0: right but i it really depends on the author yeah i mean you can't you can't blanket say that about all romances i've read some romance that has been pretty (laughs) yeah pretty i mean yeah pretty graphic yeah and and i don't mind that at all it really depends on how it's written
1: You know, I'm not saying I mind it. I'm just saying I appreciate that about Nora. But she... Yeah. But that that's how she writes it. That's... I just think it's very tasteful and well done.
0: Yeah, which surprises yeah. me why somebody would say that about her books. Like, you know, yeah. I mean... Right. Well, and and no, it, it, awesome. they always,
1: it always brings the emotion mm-hmm. and it always, you know, furthers the story even without the, you know, descriptions of cocks and... <laughs>
0: And, you know, I mean honestly yeah I mean I can I could do without descriptions of cocks I mean always I
2: can always do without <laughs> that
0: <laughs> although I mean we've said this before I love a dirty talker so um, you know books yeah. that have that are you know Yeah. Dirty talk That was good. Some of my favorites, but, um, yeah, you know, I don't mind that, but yeah, I mean, it, it just does seem weird to me that somebody would complain about that. I mean, that's somebody that has no experience in those types of romance books that go beyond that. Right.
1: Yeah. Because I do think that in death, series the you know i think there's more sex in them than in her i mean not necessarily more but um it's more not more no in is the it- early books there is there's like like four or so in every book and i can't think of any Nora roberts book that has more than three
2: yeah you mean um, more than zero because there's no sex in the oh books. right right right
1: <laughs> <laughs> but and, <laughs> sorry we forgot maybe, maybe there's times that she pushes it a little farther than she does in her regular books but even that i don't think is necessarily true no i don't know yeah no it's never like over the top no no it's never graphic it's never like super yeah no i think that person's crazy <laughs> and like grammy butt says haters gonna hate haters gonna hate you know, yeah. So true. Absolutely.
0: All right. So, um, I think we've pretty much exhausted this topic. Uh, <laughs> we have indeed. Um, we're hopefully looking forward to more button moments. The button thing is one thing that I, you know, I mean, the, uh, the mixed metaphors that's for me, that's something that I'm like, hey, I could take them or leave them alone. Yeah. The, the button mentions are one of those things that I, every single time I'm like, yes, button, yeah. you know? Make sure. Yeah, you know, I never get tired of them. No, nope, me either. So hopefully we'll have more button scenes in the future.
2: I just feel like they seem very natural, you know? They just, they fit. Yeah, yeah. Forced or like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, all right. And so that's it for this episode, this button episode. Um, so next week we are going to talk about seduction, Yeah. Uh, which I am reading right now. It's like up to another book, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it feels like a while, you know, it is a while, you know, we a month in between, you know, yeah. when we were doing them every other week, it seemed like this is too much, too much. Yeah. Yeah. But no, then you do, do them almost too long. But no, I think, yeah.
1: I think this is good.
0: Anyway. Uh, If you want to get a hold of us for any reason whatsoever, you can just listen in like Dana does. Or (laughs) (laughs) somehow, we don't don't know how it happens, but somehow she's listening in. Our FBI. (laughs) Uh, If you're not not Dana, uh, you can get a hold of us by uh, going on our um, website podcastindeath.com or you can send us an email at show at podcast po- <clears throat> podcast in death show at death.com <laughs> or you can find us on social media by searching for podcast and death on instagram and twitter we're not on facebook or you can call the number, call uh, the number. that's something that you can do the number is two zero five four seven six two seven five three and that spells out two zero five four Rourke. um we would love to hear from you uh we would we also have a patreon page you can become a patron that's also something that we would really appreciate if you can't be a patron uh five star reviews on any of the Uh, podcast platforms that you use would really help. Yes. So we would really appreciate those. Um, And I think that's all I have to say. Yeah. Anything you guys have to say? More about the
1: button?
0: Nothing? Nothing. Okay. okay. (laughs) Then that's it for this episode. So for podcast and death, this is AJ. This is Jen. This is
2: Jen.
0: Say that again. (laughs)
1: Why? <laughs> because you you really broke up. It was really funny. You're like, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> this is just my cell, like
2: guys. <laughs> this is Tara. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <And laughs> well, was awesome. I'll probably use the first one because it was really cool. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see you next week for. Seduction, so ya, guys. Yay. Well, see you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the In-Death fandom at large. Podcast In-Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo, and is available on shutterstock.com this podcast and all of our previous podcasts are available at podcast have something to say you can email us at show at podcast or find us on social media by searching for podcast and death on twitter and instagram but no we don't have a facebook page also you can call us and leave a message at two zero five four Rourke. That's two zero five. The number four Rourke. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, "Fucking sluncha to you."